Dusty, what's the one book you can always find in our car when we're on a trip? Honestly, Mike, it is usually a Moon travel guide. That's right. Moon is our favorite travel guidebook publisher because not only are they a source for ethical travel and the best ways to get away, but their books also are packed full of information on everything from sites to see, trails to hike, restaurants, and lodging, all from real authors who are local to the areas they're writing about. That's right. And we're so excited that this year we are again partnering with Moon Travel Guides. Ready to cross something off your travel bucket list in 2024? Have a lot of great ideas for trips, but don't know how to get started or keep your itinerary organized? Wherever your wanderings might take you or inspire you to go, Moon Travel has you covered. Moon Travel is the travel guidebook publisher for ethical travel. Don't spend months trying to craft the perfect getaway when you can do it all with Moon. Whether you're headed abroad, planning to take to the open road, or want to wander the trails of a national park, make sure to pack a Moon Travel Guide with you. Through the end of 2024, our listeners can get 20% off any Moon Travel Guide when they use the code GAZE20 at checkout. That's amazing. And that is code GAZE24, G-A-Z-E-2-4 for 20% off any Moon travel guide in Moon's entire library. And that is just for our listeners, and you cannot find that anywhere else. Be sure to visit Moon.com. Head to our show notes and check it out and see Moon's entire collection of travel guidebooks. Hello and welcome to Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. I'm Dusty. And I'm Mike. Trail Mix is the short form episodes here at Gaze at the National Parks. Our long form episodes are one hiking trail and one national park, one park at a time. And on Trail Mix, we get to dive deeper into things that we weren't able to speak about on our long form episodes. We get to talk about other national parks units, national park updates, and other things happening in the outdoor community and outdoor world. And today's Trail Mix is the first part of a three-part installment on Gateway National Recreation Area. Gateway National Recreation Area is found right in the New York Harbor, and it includes units in Queens, Brooklyn, Staten Island, and New Jersey. Today's trail mix is all about Sandy Hook Beach, which is located in New Jersey and is part of the Gateway National Recreation Area. So being that Sandy Hook is so close um, to the both of us, and it's a place that both of us had visited before, but never really explored to its fullest, we recently spent a Saturday taking a very long seven-mile hike basically around the peninsula and exploring all parts of Sandy Hook and what that had to offer from its beautiful scenery to its history. It was a really deep dive on a really lovely Saturday afternoon. Sandy Hook Beach is a part of the Gateway National Recreation Area. The Gateway National Recreation Area includes many parks in many places, including New Jersey, Queens, Brooklyn, and Staten Island. The reason they call it Gateway National Recreation Area is because this area of New York Harbor was known as the Gateway to America, and it preserves some city parks, some military sites, and some undeveloped land. Sandy Hook is this peninsula that stretches out from New Jersey, and it is one of the first things you would see if you were taking a ship and coming into the New York Harbor. So as Dusty mentioned, Sandy Hook is one of those first things that you would see as you're coming into the New York Harbor area. When the Englishman Thomas Pownall 
sailed into the harbor in 1755, he sailed in with good weather and talked about the landscape that he saw. There is a curving channel that takes ships in and around into the bay area of the the harbor. But after about six years, there were numerous shipwrecks, and it was very clear that the way to navigate into the harbor was pretty difficult, um, especially if the weather was poor. There were 43 New York merchants that petitioned the Colonial Assembly in New York in 1761 for the creation of a lighthouse. And these citizens were raised a sum that was not to exceed 3,000 pounds by way of a lottery. And that lottery went to basically pay for the lighthouse at Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook Lighthouse is the oldest lighthouse in the country. It was lighted for the first time on June 11, 1764. And what it did was it provided safe harbor passage into the harbor of New York that otherwise was fairly treacherous. This lighthouse was the first of its kind, and eventually there were other lighthouses that were added in the area, including the Twin Lights Lighthouse of um, the Navasink, which actually had two lighthouse towers eventually built that were distinct from Sandy Hook in the way that they operated. So it gave an even clearer view of ships entering into the harbor area, how they needed to navigate into New York Harbor. So, Mike, you've been to Sandy Hook before. Oh, I've been to Sandy Hook before, yes. (laughs) I too have been to Sandy Hook Mm -hmm. before. Let's talk about what brought us to Sandy Hook, because we can't really talk about the Sandy Hook. Oh, you can't skirt the issue here. You can't skirt the issue. No. Because Sandy Hook does have... A nude beach. New Jersey's only nude beach. New Jersey's only nude beach. You've Um, been, I've been. We've all been. We've all been. It's lovely. It is lovely. It's a a lovely atmosphere. Um, It's really secluded. It's very secluded. You have to basically walk a whole mile to get out there. It's called Gunnison Beach. It's frequented very often by New Yorkers because you can take a ferry from the financial district, I believe, right to the Atlantic Highlands, which Mm -hmm. is very close to Sandy Hook. And you can basically Uber or get a taxi to the beach there oh no honey there is a ferry that goes directly to sandy hook oh well that makes more sense oh yeah obviously i've never taken that so no me either because i can drive there i can drive there There you go right right um so yeah there is there is one that will go right from downtown to sandy hook beach i mean it's not cheap it ain't free no No, it ain't free so but i know lots of people who on their day off during when it's warm will will go yeah you know i mean it is frequented by people of all walks of life i would say it's a pretty pretty heavy gay population frequents the beach but i, I think that so. everybody kind of enjoys um, the freedom that gunnison beach has to offer sure now <laughs> to be clear sandy hook is a peninsula and it has many 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 beaches right gunnison beach is like the furthest north furthest away from everything yeah. else so it is really secluded so right. many people go to sandy hook beach not to go to gunnison beach right. but to go to many, one of the many other beautiful beaches that are there yeah there's something for everyone there is something for everyone there so yeah. Um, and I did not realize that there really was something for everyone until we went on this hike right. last weekend. Yeah. So we both ended up with um, a free Saturday. Right. And it was randomly going to be warm here. Right. It was like in the 60s because so the earth is dying. You were like, right. Right. And so you called me and you were like, let's, let's go hike somewhere. Yeah. And let's do, there's a seven mile hike on the Sandy Hook Peninsula. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, great, let's go. We were going to make a day of it. Right. 
And I had only, I mean, the only time I've ever gone to Sandy Hook was to uh, go to one of the beaches there. Right. One of so, the beaches. One of the beaches. Read there. between those lines. <laughs> um, right. So anywho. So we got up pretty early and left my house. Um, and I'm in like basically Southern Monmouth County, Northern Ocean County. And Sandy Hook is still a part of Monmouth County, but it's like the way tippy top end of because it is that peninsula that does jut off from the Atlantic Highlands, basically. So it took us about 45 minutes to get it there. But we also wanted to take the nice scenic route. We did. And this is when we were talking about how Google Maps or some other app needs to create like a scenic map option, scenic map option. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do the drive, but want the scenic option. Right. Versus you want, fastest route right. or most scenic route. Right. There are a lot of parking areas because there are, as Dusty had mentioned, multiple beaches that you can go to on the peninsula. Um, we parked in parking area D, which is basically the launching point for this hike. Right. When we got out of the car, we followed the trail basically from the parking lot, which was a regular paved macadam walk for a little bit. And we got to this kind of fork where we weren't sure if we actually had to continue on the macadam or if we could jut off because there wasn't really like there weren't a great amount of trail markers, but there were like four by four posts with like a white blaze. We quickly checked our all trails app. Thank God. Oh, yeah. All trails (laughs) was like leading the way. here. Right. We realized that, oh, you're going to come back on the macadam like you could do that right now or you could come back that way. And we wanted to actually hike in the sand a little bit and hike through. Well, um, because it's a loop. Yeah. And all trails details it in um, Mm -hmm. this way. So you walk from this parking lot that you park in in parking lot D. You pass what looks like a paved parking area. Mm with the beach on the other side. And then that's where this turnoff is, yeah. the fork. Yeah. And you could either go to the sand or you could go to the left and continue on the macadam. Yeah. So we took the right side of the fork mm-hmm. and we started walking through sand. And you're kind of in like low dune areas here, which is like interesting to like be just basically the beaches just to your right as you're walking. So you have like a really great view the entire time you're on this hike. It's a relatively flat hike because you are on the beach, but it is like a beautiful stroll and you do get to see some pretty interesting things, including some historical things as well. After walking for a little bit, the trail again, kind of like we weren't really sure what to do because there wasn't really a post marker. So we had to kind of like go one way for a little bit and then realize, oh no, no, that's not it. And so then we we came back and we jetted off to the right. Eventually, the trail basically takes you back onto the beach. And we walked probably, I don't know, a good quarter of a mile along the yeah, beach, so I would say. What I didn't realize looking at all trails was it looked like there might be just, you know, just trails winding through woods. Because you're basically getting sand dunes and woods mm-hmm. in this hike most of the time. Yeah. And so, or roadway. Or roadway. And then this took us just right out to the beach. So yeah. you're going to have to walk like a quarter of a mile like on the sand yeah. right near the water, which I wasn't complaining about. Yeah, he was about. complaining it about was that. beautiful. Yeah. There were it a lot is of people a very beautifully preserved area. And so it is such a spectacular walk. Mm-hmm. Now, according to the All Trails app, it was like, you know, the turnoff off the beach was going to be up here in a minute. Yeah. So yeah, we just kept walking up the beach and it was perfect. Right. Which eventually did get us to that turnoff. And the turnoff took us onto a road. And basically, as soon as we got onto that road, there was an old, like, battery that 
was no longer in use. I believe it was, I believe the date on it was like... I mean, thank God it was no longer in use. I believe the date (laughs) on it was 1919. It was erected then. And by battery, you mean? I mean, a military structure, basically. Um, Because Sandy Hook was, for a very long time, a military defense for the country. Basically, you can even say from the time of the Revolutionary War, because the lighthouse was such a prized thing, the British actually held control of Sandy Hook for most of the Revolutionary War. Since that, it's really been a prized military target because of its location to New York City. And holding the lighthouse and holding Sandy Hook meant you had access in and out of New York Harbor. It's for a long time been a military installation. It's for the most part decommissioned now, although there is a Coast Guard station at the very tippy top of the hook. So that we would see more of these buildings and structures a little while later. But basically, we're on this road now, a dead end road, dead ends at the beach. It's very clear a lot of people come here because there were a lot of fishermen, basically right on the beach. It's a good fishing spot. I'm sure a lot of surfers would come and park here and get onto the beach to surf. Now, as we were walking along this um, road, like we did see like a footpath through the trees to the right. And um, we were like, oh, we think this might be the way we need to go. According to all trails, we needed to go a little further, but we went further. We didn't see anything. So we came back and we got on that footpath. Right. Which which, ended up being the right thing to do. Yeah, it was the right thing to do. And that was more sand dunes through the woods. Right. At this point now, we are actually, though, in the woods. Like sandy, sandy woods, sandy woods. It's not a long stretch before eventually we... You know, after walking and seeing some marshy areas to our left, can't really see the beach anymore on our right. After walking for a little while, we end up hitting a road. Sandy Hook, it's it's worth noting that this is a big recreation area for a lot of things. This is a big biking area. There are a ton of people biking. The macadam that we started on is a major bike path. The nice thing is, too, is that they have these bike repair stations set up along the way which I think you were like so enamored to see. Oh yeah. Yeah. It that has like cool. everything that you need, like There's everything's attached pump. to it. You can like mm-hmm. holster your bike upright. Um, so you can fix it without it being like leaning down. So these are everywhere because it is a big biking area. And a lot of people will bike from the highlands basically to the hook and then back. That's a big, big path. Another thing that happened when we were on this road, <laughs> this woman drove by in her car and she rolled down the window and she was like, have you seen the group of birders? There's a whole bunch of them. You can't miss them. I'm just looking for them. And I was like, no, we haven't. But suddenly now we're looking for the birders. Right. too. <laughs> <laughs> you were very excited about the prospect I was of very birding. Excited. I was like, wait, there are birders here in Sandy Yeah, Hook? it's also a good area Little for birding. Little did I know. Little did you know, but now um, you do. You know that like over 300 different species of birds from the Arctic to South America have been spotted in Sandy Hook. That makes sense. I mean... I mean, yeah, yeah it does They're make there sense. for Gunnison Beach. But, I, well, clearly, <laughs> right? I was like, well, I guess I know where I can start yeah. in my, like, birding... Retirement Retirement life. life. <laughs> or, or right now. Or right now. Yeah. My retirement 30s life. That's right. My birding Live life. Live that life. So we all should. I was like, okay, great. Yeah. I And I thought maybe... I thought maybe she just there was like a group of birders who decided to just go come here. I did not know at the time that it was such a spot for birders paradise birders paradise. Mm -hmm. So 
Um, it's the um, updated version of the Coolio song. I've uh, been spending most of my life living in a birder's paradise. <laughs> 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 That's right. You can sit backwards in a chair just like Michelle Pfeiffer did in the music video. I shan't. No, you shan't. thank you. <laughs> no. Just basically for a little while, you're along this road. And that takes you up further and closer to... To Gunnison, Gunnison Beach. Beach. and the battlement that's there. And there's the battlement right there. Right. With two big cannons. Yeah. Some big old guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's basically where you would, at that point, get onto the beach. And like Dusty says, from that point, you're basically walking a full mile out like into a very secluded area. There is a giant sign if you ever decide to go to the beach. Not that this episode is about the nude beach at Gunnison, but it's worth mentioning. There's a giant sign that you may encounter nude bathers beyond this point. So I was curious about like how um, nude beaches become things, Mm -hmm. right? And um, basically, because the only other nude beach that I know of is in Provincetown. And it is also on nationally protected land. Oh. And so I looked into this and I was like, oh, is there like some sort of, if like a beach becomes nationally protected, mm-hmm. does then like... The it, nudes follow? I don't know. Yeah. I, right, why is there a correlation yeah. was my question. And so essentially what I found in what I researched was like, no, nude beaches get, um, they become nude beaches because people frequent them Mm -hmm. so often, right? Mm -hmm. And so when the land is taken over by, like, federal government, they basically are just like, well, like, we'll continue this, like, culture and tradition as, you know, as long as we just have, you know, rules in place. Yeah. And so that essentially happened two separate times in both those cases. Um, The area that, yeah... That's thank you for your you know your Anytime. knowledge drop there on nude beaches. It's very important. The more you know, star just flew by. Where we ended up at was basically um, the Battery Gunnison. Sandy Hook was known for these having these disappearing guns at all its battlements, and disappearing guns are guns that they could be loaded and fired very quickly, but they would basically disappear, and you would not be able to see them from the sea. So they kind of like would emerge when they needed to and then refold back behind walls and, and battlements. We were at this six inch disappearing gun battery, which you can walk right up to the guns. Like you're you can climb right up there. There's Oh yeah, they're right there. After that, we continue on along the road a little bit more. At this point we're entering into Fort Hancock area. And I had never seen this area. Right. And it was literally around the corner from Gunnison Beach. It shows you what I have gone to the beach to go to. (laughs) Fort Hancock is um, a military installation, like I said, that's really no longer in full operation. There are parts of it that are still active for different purposes. There is a school that is at the fort. It's called MAST. It's the Marine and Science and Technology Academy. um, And it is a vocational magnet school for students in Monmouth County. It's a really hard school to get into if you're interested in science and marine biology and things like that. The school is located there on the hook, which is really interesting. A lot of the homes that we had seen that were a part of what was Fort Hancock are now under renovation. And so there are some people that are living in these homes, which are rented, but there are most of those that are still sort of in a state of disrepair. So it seems like there's a lot of 
life that's happening there and a lot of things that are moving. The lighthouse is also basically right there after you pass Gunnison Beach. The Sandy Hook Lighthouse is right at the start there of the fort area. Originally, the lighthouse was only 500 feet from the shore, and now it's something like a mile and a half because sand deposits basically kept bumping the length of the hook further and further out. So there's more property that's being added to Sandy Hook over time, which is really interesting too. It is. And as you turn the corner after the Gunnison Beach entrance, you're still on the road. And this road goes right into this area of Fort Hancock Mm -hmm. that you're talking about. Yep. There are a number of interconnected roads right through this area, but essentially you have this like one giant lawn that you're walking like the perimeter of. Mm -hmm. And there are offshoots of that lawn. And there are a bunch of buildings that look like they're old military buildings that have now been renovated into homes or offices or other government buildings. The Coast Guard is there and also the National Park Service. Right. The town itself, that is this military town of Fort Hancock, is really interesting. There are several barracks buildings. There are 18 officers' homes that faced not the parade grounds, which is typical for a fort, um, but they actually faced the bay of Sandy Hook because it provided for cool breezes and beautiful sunsets is what I read. But these are some of those homes that are now under that renovation process. It's really neat to be able to walk the grounds up there. Um, It's hauntingly beautiful to see this piece of military history. And you can really get pretty close to the buildings, although it's recommended that you have a hard hat on because there are things that could fall off of them. And you're able to really just walk around and get a great glimpse of what this military town used to be like. At this point, because it was so warm, I think a little before we had gotten to the fort and to Gunnison, we had both taken, we had layered up because we weren't really sure what it was going to be like. And I was down to a t-shirt, but as soon as we turned onto like Officer's Row, the wind off the bay was intense. Yes. So we both like just sweatshirted back up and basically were like fighting the winds. Oh yeah. The whole way back down until we came back to the end of the fort and looped onto that macadam path. And the macadam path is basically like a really lovely little stroll all the way back. You do get a little bit more of the military history as you're walking down. There was like a major radar installation on Sandy Hook. There was also, um, this was also the home for the Nike missile defense system Mm -hmm. um, because of its strategic location right on basically the harbor for New York. Um, And that was... Most forts after World War II, because of the style of war had changed, were decommissioned. But because of Fort Hancock's basic strategic positioning, they were allowed to stay open. And they stayed basically until 1974 when the fort was decommissioned. So you do see some of those major military sites like along this walk on the way back. But the Macadam at that point, like once you're at the fort, it's like another three and a half miles or three, 3.25 miles back to the car, which... Again, at this point, the day had kind of changed and it had kind of grayed over. So it got a lot colder. It did. (laughs) It It started as a a very warm day. Yeah. Right, right. But such a beautiful day. Yeah. Such a beautiful day to discover such a like tiny secret little trail hidden right in the middle of the water in New Jersey. Let's put this trail on the Karen Stone scale and then play a game, Mike. Great. Okay. So let's be real. This trail is flat the whole time. Yeah. Praise. Yeah. It was flat the whole time. And it's worth doing it. 
Oh, so worth doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And do stop by the visitor center by the lighthouse, which you can get a tour of that lighthouse. Yeah. We and just give it at different times. Yeah. It was not. But that was when we found out that it was such a center for birding. Yeah. And like they had such a great interactive exhibit about lighthouses, what they do, and the lighthouses in the Gateway National Recreation Yeah. And along area. the coast. Yeah. So. But um, as far as Karen Stone goes, I mean. She's like a one. She's like a one. I mean, other than confusion factor at the beginning and like lack of marking, like two out of 20. Yeah. Two out of 20. Two out of 20 at best. All right. It's time to play some Sandy Hook word morph. Great. Are you ready? I look forward to this. Yes. Okay. So in this game, it is the phrase Sandy Hook, but something has been morphed about it. Great. And it is either the first or second word. Great. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. This New Jersey beach if it was named after the star of the 1997 Cinderella found on ABC. What is Brandy Hook? That is correct. (laughs) Great. This New Jersey beach, if it was named after a phrase that Danny might say to his love interest in Greece, if he were trying to get her to see something in the distance. Sandy, look! That's right. (laughs) This New Jersey beach, if... <laughs> Photographs of it were printed and published and bound. Sandy Book. That is correct. All right. This New Jersey beach, if it were named for a lemony beer. Shandy Hook. That is correct. <laughs> yeah, it really had me thinking on that for a minute. This tiny little area of your house, if. It was themed like this New Jersey beach. What is the Sandy Nook? That is right. (laughs) And finally, this New Jersey beach, if the welcome sign said, baby, come to me, show me who you are, speak to me like sugar to my heart. What is Candy Hook? That is correct. I would have also accepted Mandy Mandy Hook. This has been Trail Mix by Gaze at the National Parks, the podcast. And we're here to remind you to hike early and hike often, and that adventure is always out there. Gaze at the National Parks was created and is hosted by Dustin Ballard and Michael Ryan. For images from today's Trail Mix, follow our Instagram at Gaze at the National Parks. To contact us, email us at gaze at the national parks at gmail.com. And to find out more information about Gateway National Recreation Area and Sandy Hook, as well as the other national parks spoken about on the show, visit our website, gazeatthenationalparks.com. That's gaze, G-A-Z-E. This episode was edited by Dustin Ballard. All original music was written by Dave Seaman and performed by Dave Seaman, Mariella Klinger, and Sean Sklios. Our music producer is Skylar Fortgang. All original artwork featured on Instagram and on our website is by Michael Ryan. We would also like to acknowledge that while hiking on Sandy Hook that we were on the traditional lands of the Lenape Nation. Mm-hmm.